You know, boys, we gotta get out of here so we can watch the gold medal, you know? That's right. <laughs> Fucking right, boys. <laughs> Fucking right. Go you gotta watch rip. them good Canadian gals. We gotta go for a rip. <laughs> <laughs> Just give her. A little, a little slap shot. I go to the penalty box for two minutes and I feel shame. <laughs> I feel shame. <laughs> Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Paul, and this is Press X the Podcast. Alongside me, I've got Trevor and Sean. Say hello, boys. Hello, hello. Hello, boys. Wow, yeah. you actually didn't uh, go over each other. I did it, though. I did, I did, the, I did the bad joke. Yeah, well, well I, I, we can expect you to take the low-hanging fruit, I think. Um, I, I, I don't know what to say about that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like... I'm assuming you mean it with some sort of innuendo and not just low-hanging fruit, the joke, but whatever. Fuck you. I mean, take it however you want. <laughs> so, Paul, are you going to explain to the listeners how this is the pod of shame? This is indeed <laughs> the pod of shame. Episode uh, 7. There's your low-hanging fruit right there. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes. Dear listeners, this is episode 7 Bravo, uh, because our local files exploded in a haze of blood and gore and uh, now we're back again trying to record the cast once more with fresh new content well we can blame we you know we we use audacity like you know for our local stuff but we also use discord and we use craig the bot and craig didn't do his his job um last time obviously so i mean I guess if we're going to blame anybody, we can squarely put the blame on Craig. We could. We can blame Fuck Craig. Fuck that bear. Fucking Craig. But Did look we at decide that. he's a bear? I don't oh. I don't know. Did we decide if he was a bear or a beaver? It kind of looks like a beaver, but just missing the teeth. Yeah, so that makes him look like a bear. Yeah, I, I could go with the bear. You know what? I'm going to solve this once and for all. Discord. Craigbot. Bear or beaver? Yeah. <laughs> There's no answers. <laughs> no. Oh, this is Dear God, it's going to be a mystery for the rest of our lives. Bear or beaver? Yeah, no, they're not telling me nothing. Damn it. I still, I say he's a bear. I'm going to go with beaver. <laughs> All right. You would. <laughs> well, in any case, we're going to be a day late getting this up, but we will definitely not be a dollar short. That's right. We can still be like entertaining like a second go round, right? Right. We won't let a glitch get in the way. Like we're no. just back at it. We're we're entertainers at heart. It's, we right. live for this shit. In actuality, it's probably better to record right now because I've actually played more games than I had before. Me too. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Trev, why don't you just give us your spiel that you already practiced once about uh, the game that you played? <laughs> oh, yeah. Fee, an EA original. Yes, I played Fee. And it's it's good. It's good. I enjoyed it. It's uh how do I describe it? It's it's a platformer. Um you play as this like cute uh gremlin type beast. Um probably gonna get some hate mail for that. There's he's probably has a specific name, but I have no idea what his name is. But I'm wandering around this world, I sing to animals, I sing to the environments. It's it's all about collecting puzzles and moving on to the next level. It's it's a gorgeous world and um, yeah, I play as this cute cuddly creature and 
Um, <laughs> it's pretty, and it's a lot of fun. I'm enjoying it. I'm I'm interested in that one. Like you know, like just the the the, the visuals of it alone have me have me interested. But obviously, we have we have spoken about this before. But um, I just couldn't figure out what the gameplay loop was. It like you know. I looked at it and I said, yeah, that's neat, but what am I doing? And nothing in the trailer or like the debut or whatever um, really kind of explained that. But I remember the pop from, you know, the crowd when it was, I believe the first time we saw it was at E3, wasn't it? At the Xbox, um, at the Xbox um, uh, uh, media event. Yeah, it might have been. I believe it. so. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was. I think what really makes it innovative is the whole... The whole singing mechanic, which, um, you know, it's it's sort of like this weird sort of grumbly growl. It's not quite singing. It's like a, it's like a, like it's this really. <laughs> so it sounds like Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like I'm having like a, a problem. Uh-oh, old man Jenkins. <laughs> it sounds like I'm having problems on the toilet is what that sounds like. <laughs> so, I would have exact- gotten away with it too if it wasn't for you damn kids. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so so you sing to different like environments and it gives you different mechanics. Like you sing to this like flower and it launches you in the air and same with this beast you can sing to like this deer and this deer will attack other monsters for you. So I think that's what's sort of the the innovation behind it, and what I find one of the most compelling thing is this sort of singing feature, and um, yeah, and it's a beautiful game, like it's gorgeous, and um, it's I'm a good eight to ten hours in, I'm probably not even halfway. I know there's people burning through it in about six hours or so, which good on them. I don't know how they're doing it. I don't but, know. Um, I don't, no, like I don't know. I don't agree. Like you go good on them. I just, I just don't understand that idea of rushing yeah. through a game just to finish it, just to say that you beat it before somebody else. Like, like the um, uh, Assassin's Creed New Game Plus there came out, and some guy like literally burned through the entire <laughs> campaign again in ten hours yeah. to get like the special reward or whatever. I mean, like. I mean, I guess technically, with it being New Game Plus, you already played the game. But to still manage to get all the way through the campaign in 10 hours? Man, I don't... Like, that's crazy to me. Yeah, I don't know how you do it. He You're probably just slaughtering the peons, though, at that point, right? With yeah, the New I, Game Plus, you're probably just slicing and dicing through the game. Well, I would imagine it scales. To, you know, I mean, Oh, it does is, it? Yeah, of course it does. Like, you're not going to hop in there at level 40... Or, or whatever, and then have the enemies be at, like, level one again. That just seems silly. I mean, I'm not in New Game Plus, but I would I would just make that assumption. Right? So it's, it's not necessarily that it's easy. It's basically that, you know, this guy woke up in the morning, called in sick to work, and sat his ass down. Or, you know, or, I mean, we're assuming that this person has a job. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, <laughs> whatever floats your boat. I myself, and I think it sounds like the three of us are this way. We like to sort of plod our way through these games. We like to look for collectibles, get the achievements, the trophies. Like I like to take my time. I like to really soak it in. Yeah. My wife, my wife won't watch me play video games because I play so slow. Yeah. I'm, I'm too methodical, and she's like, "Will you fucking move on?" 
Will you go to another room? I'm like, it's, I'm probably, it's probably why we don't finish a lot of games. <laughs> yeah, I'm horrible for that. I have like my my list of games that I've gotten just so goddamn close, but just kind of gave up and moved on. It's it's atrocious. It's so bad. So bad. Yeah, but like where you got to be? You paid for the thing. Why don't you see what it has to offer at least? Like at the end, you mean like finish the game you're saying? Not necessarily getting to the end of the game. I don't really care about finishing games in most cases, um, unless I'm reviewing it. Um, I'll, if it loses my attention, it loses my attention. But yeah, yeah, I don't exactly. I, I, I'm I'm with you on that. Like I don't I don't stress out over it. The ones that I tend to finish now um, are always those games that don't expect you to put in, you know, a hundred hours. I mean, Assassin's Creed Origins being like the anomaly in this one, and that I've actually finished it through and gone onto the DLC. That is so rare for me. Games like Life is Strange, where it's bite size yeah, and it's a compelling narrative, that's mm-hmm. easy because I can sit down and play an episode an hour and a half or two and wait for the next one and move on, right? So it's it's more bite-sized um, you know, type games that I'm seeing now that I'm finishing, you know, or seeing all the way through. But I think it just comes in, you know, it basically boils down to time. I mean, I don't know how much time you guys have to play video games. But, you know, probably for all three of us, that time really isn't all that much anymore, right? Mm-hmm. I hear you, you chuckling about? in I the got, background. I got tons. Favorite. I got tons of time. I hear you chuckling <laughs> in the back and it's just like, I'm just waiting for the, well, once upon a time I had time to play video games. <laughs> when I had some a, fucker <laughs> decided to leave me high and dry. When I had a partner on the side, I had more time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll take your tongue lashing. <laughs> Watch out. I'm owed for at least a couple more months, I'm sure. I'm going to hear about it and probably deservedly so. Trev, what are you playing fee-fa-fe-fo-fum on? The the Switch. I'm playing it on the Switch. Where else yeah. would you want to play this one? You know, I mean, it's, well, I know- it's built for it, really. It's yeah. just, it just seems like the place that you would naturally want to play it. I find myself thinking that all the time. If I can, I probably want to play it on the Switch. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I don't, I'm not like enough of like a performance slash like graphics whore ab- about it in that like, oh, well, it will perform better on an Xbox or perform better on a PlayStation. It kind of is just a given, you know, on a game that's like fully multiplat, but it's mm-hmm. not about that. Like I'm I'm okay with playing it in 720 on the portable screen, you know? So yeah, it's, it's not performance. It's literally all about convenience, you know? Oh, got a flight to catch i'll play it on my you know bring my switch exactly exactly well i know alex reviewed it on the ps4 and he loves it um i mean he scored it a 91 um on cogconnected.com that's cog connected on twitter cog connected on facebook cog connected on the insta i'm a company man <laughs> boom <laughs> but no he reviewed it on the ps4 and he loves it and he enjoyed getting the the achievements and he's probably one of the higher scores on metacritic and yeah I, he, he kind of sold me i read his review while i was dialogue with him with him back and forth as he was playing and he kind of sold me on the game and yeah it was um i was uh, gonna say I, it was the dialogue the usual alex are you sure you want to score it that high <laughs> alex are you sure <laughs> <laughs> no, he he was speaking to me in the fee, the beast voice. He was like, and then I respond back. And naturally, so, you know, so beast to beast, you understood. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> beast, beast mode. <laughs> <laughs> 
What about you, Sean? What'd you play? Um, well, um, I played Injustice 2 um, only for diving into Ninja Turtles because they're really awesome. Um, I love the interpretation of them. Uh, they're not the awful ones that we talked about last week. Uh, they're not they're the, the horrible comic reimagining. Book style, right? What's that? They're the comic book style, right? Uh, no, I would. They're more so kind of like the movie style, okay. if anything. All right. If anything, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, it's kind of neat. Like, I I didn't know before they, you know, before you actually had access to them, how you would play. Like, I was kind of like, well, how are they putting in all four turtles? Um, and basically, what it is is you play as Leonardo, but all your moves and then your special as well incorporate the other characters like jumping in. It's like having a second come in and like, uh, uh, like Marvel versus Capcom or something, you know, like how you get the second to come in and do like the quick, quick mm-hmm. attack and then they're gone off screen, that sort of thing. Um, I've kind of, I don't know if I was maybe a bit disappointed cause I kind of wanted to just see how each one played, but I mean, that would be almost a DLC on its own. I mean, this one was part of, was it like fighter pack three, I believe. Um, so, you know, I mean, it probably like say, I mean, if you have four distinct characters, you know, all with their own move sets, that probably would have been, it's like almost a standalone DLC. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's cool. Uh, Injustice 2 is such a badass game. It's, it's the most approachable, oh, yeah. one of the most approachable fighters that literally the pros can master, but you know, the freaking shitlords like me who really suck at it can still have fun. You know, like I'm not skilled at fighting games. Oh, but it looks so good. And I really it, love like with the turtles when I, I haven't played it, but I saw in one of the trailers that one of the turtles grabs their skateboard and whips it out and smacks the other guy in the head. And just the whole of, mechanic looks one of the turtles, so cool. You, you should know which turtle skateboards. No, I, I don't. I don't follow Oh my. Good oh, God, Trevor. You, you know, your nerd cred is just diminishing episode by episode. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. He's I mean, I watched the movies way, ba- way back when. That's about it. Okay, okay. so there you go. Pop quiz. What's your favorite uh, Ninja Turtle okay, movie? Okay, well, I'm going to... Oh. Ninja Turtle or Ninja Turtles movie? No, the Ninja Turtles of the movies. There's only one answer to this question, but what's your favorite? I don't know. I'd have to look it up. The The, like... Paul, Paul, tag your man. Paul, you're in. What's your favorite? No, Ninja no, Turtles no. Movie? Trev's got to sweat on this one. He's got to sweat it out. I can, I can pick. I can't see him, but I just, I just pictured the sweat rolling off the dome right now. He's grabbing a <laughs> towel, patting down the forehead. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like just the, the, the basic one when they were like, it wasn't animated or anything like that. It was. Um... Fuck, it's older than hell. So the first, it's got to be at least it 20 the years old. 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Trevor? Yeah, I'm going to go with that one. That's, the first that's one. My, that first is absolutely one. That's probably one answer. of the best movies of all time. Yeah, that's like the correct that. answer. Yeah, that that is 100% the correct answer. All right, good. Whew. I don't know what it is <laughs> about that movie because, I mean, you watch it now so many years later and you can definitely it's see terrible. the cheese factor. But there's parts about it, like there's that one part where you've got the city in the back in the backdrop, and you you see the kid running like through the field, like silhouetted and climbing the fence to go into where the Foot Clan is is situated, like their their headquarters or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can watch that now at forty, and that scene comes on, and I get goosebumps. There's something about it. I'm like that movie 
it stands the test of time for like every nerd who ever watched it when it first came out yeah man it's so it's, good it's artsy as hell and it's got a lot of heart behind it too i mean there, there's a real message there what's the message paul it's like you've got to trust your brothers oh oh, <laughs> oh. okay I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna argue with that i, I respect that take <laughs> i mean there are lots of other takes like you should say uh uh like beach dude phrases whenever possible like um, like cowabunga cowabunga yeah there it is um, radical tubular gnarly gnarly oh gnarly was a good one i actually asked uh, i was on twitter uh and i asked if the kids still said rad and i had a bunch of people my age like in their late 30s and 40s responding to me going oh the kids definitely still say rad and i'm like you're 40 what the fuck do you know what the kids say and this kid says rad well my kid informed me that nobody in fact still says rad so <clears throat> i know that hurts I mean, me it, it kind of stung it stung but whatever i, I say we just bring it back if yeah I, let's make more of an gnarly effort we'll just and start tubular. using yep done <laughs> you know what else i played <laughs> that idea is rad you know what else I played? Um, and I'm going to I'm gonna make sure that, uh, like, pure disclosure, I'm not, this isn't a game that I'm working on, but one of the guys on the team is representing this game. But I, I've actually just got my hands on it for the first time because it did come out on console was Rad Rogers. It is so freaking fun. It's It looks fantastic. I mean, it, you know, like, it's, it's a beautiful game, but it's like, it's literally... If you grew up ever playing like the games like Jazz, Jackrabbit, Commander Keen, like those style of platformers, it's not very forgiving. It's super beauty and it's not, well, they have an option. You can, I believe you can choose to play it for kids, uh, but it's, you, you really don't want to play it. Um, uh, you want to turn it on to like the adults option because it's super dirty. It's so dirty and like super funny. So I would highly recommend to anybody who like digs old school platformers to at least to take a look at it. Cause I'm having a shit ton of fun with it already. I don't oh. know. I've only maybe played it for like an hour and a half, maybe up to no, maybe, maybe two hours, but it's really fucking cool. Came out like a year ago, I think, but it just kind of came out on console. Yeah. The style is wacky. It's like a, a kind of weird combo of pixel art and, and polygonal 3d stuff. Well, you, yeah, like you, you, you kind of like cross over back and forth, like kind of the premise behind the game, it kind of opens up with like this comic book style, like where you're going panel to panel explaining, you know, this kid and how he basically drops into, you know, from the real world into the video game world and his console, which is basically like a, it's like an N64 or, or whatever, uh, kind of comes to life as his like trusty companion his backpack almost um and so the character plays through these gorgeous like like you say pixar animated level well i mean no it's not that good but it looks good um you know really colorful platforming jungle sections and stuff like that uh but then the console you have to switch into what they're called what they call uh what was it um the Pixelverse, that's right. They call it the Pixelverse. So you transfer into the Pixelverse and then the console, this sentient console, Dusty or whatever, has a bunch of things that he does that affect the real world. So you have to kind of navigate through two separate worlds to kind of push the journey forward. And I mean, it's just your standard 
you know, I mean, if you remember, you know, those platforming games of old where, yeah, you finish the level, but you're not done. There's this collectible you're missing. You got to get all the jewels, you you know, all, all that. It has all the right things. It's going to make it go back to levels and, and master them. Or, I mean, I would imagine even come back with different abilities. I, I don't know if you acquire abilities. I haven't gotten far enough. But, you know, there's platforms that you just can't quite reach just yet. That sort of thing. Um but yeah, it's not very forgiving. I'll tell you that much. I mean, I played it on normal where it's like you have a number of lives and, you know, if you die, you're starting over, that sort of thing. And we get, we're, we're so babied now, you know, when it comes to game, it's like, you know, unlimited lives, you know, there's no real sense of loss. This one you lose, you're like, fuck. <laughs> Back to the drawing board. You know, cool I game, played though. something that doesn't baby you either. Uh, What's that, what that be? That's Metal Gear Survive. I heard something about Metal Gear Survive today in that um, it tells you that the battlefield is no place for love. Well, that's the Metal Gear series in, in general, uh, originating in Metal Gear Solid, where you, uh, you discover, in fact, if love can bloom on a battlefield. Um, <laughs> Wait, does this Metal Gear bring back David Hayter? Does David no. Hayter come back? Well, nope. I have not heard David Hayter as of yet. Um, but the first thing you got to know about this game is it is not a Metal Gear Solid game. Uh, oh. Espionage, stealth action, not so much. So, so, okay. I mean, let's just kind of like approach it from the way that a lot of people have really looked at, at it. Are they, is Konami just leeching the Metal Gear name to use the Metal Gear name? Or is it, like, can you still call it a Metal Gear game? Well, it occurs in the same universe, so in that sense, yes, it's a Metal Gear game, but it's it's definitely a side story. Um, it, it's branching out from that main, uh, you know, the Patriots and, and all that stuff that's in the main Solid series, and it takes you to a different dimension, quite literally. Um, hmm. Yeah, it's it's a hardcore survival game. That's kind of, that's just seems so crazy to me in that, you know, I mean, and I, I don't know. I mean, I don't buy into the conspiracy or like, or not, not the cons conspiracy, but the drama of it all, you know, like I get Kojima fans are all pissed off and, and, and everything else. But I even, you know, even when that all dropped, I kind of went, you know, well, but if it's a Metal Gear, Gear game, it's a Metal Gear game. But even, you know, just kind of from what you're saying, I mean, and this is coming from the outside. I mean, obviously I haven't played it, but if it's not really like it occurs in the same universe, I mean, you could do that with almost anything. That seems like such a cheap way to still use the name without it actually being a Metal Gear game. Yeah, yeah, you could. Um, but they've stepped out from the core of the franchise before with uh, Metal Gear Rising, uh, which was a platinum developed game. Um, uh, uh, Revengeance. Right? Yeah, Revengeance. That's right. Um, so this one at its core it's the same engine as the phantom pain um but gameplay wise it's a little closer to something like day z where it's it gets pretty oppressive as you move through the game um it, it's hard to get water it's hard to get food at times you will die because you starve to death uh well, talk about polar opposites like yeah you know, comparing it to day z like that's not a metal gear game it's that's so weird it's friggin' weird, um, but I kind of like it so far, and I'm I'm enjoying what I'm playing. 
Uh, it has a pretty neat base, uh, base building aspect. So I'm not sure where that's going exactly. Um, but so far, so good on Metal Gear Survive. Oh, that's encouraging. And, you know, I mean, and we've talked about this before. I mean, controversy aside, whatever that controversy might be in any game, um, you know, if even if they are using the name and, and possibly not really appropriately, if the game is still good, the game is still good and let it stand on its own. Don't let mm-hmm. that cloud your judgment. I, I would I would say that there's probably a great many lesser reviewers, maybe people who are a little less experienced, you know, um, who might let that cloud their judgment, which I, I, I never agree with. You know, controversy outside of a game has nothing to do with the game. So... If it stands on its own and it's still a good game, I mean, I you you're mm-hmm. obviously seeing it in that manner. I just like I, say, I would imagine yeah. a lot of people are not yeah, you have, do the same thing. You have to chuck your expectations out the window with this one. Um, I fully expect to see a bunch of reviews that are giving it lower scores based on the Metal Gear name. And yeah. honestly, I think maybe they should have gone away from the Metal Gear name and just made this as some weird survival game. Um, but that remains to be seen. The story's been generic so far, but I could see it going down some weird paths later on. And there haven't been um, many scores yet, have there? Just because of the whole, the game wasn't really available until Tuesday. A couple days ago, yeah. So yeah, yep. so I mean, we're still a little ways out from actual reviews because I haven't seen anything online yet. Yep. Yeah, we it's had... mostly reviews in progress so far. Yeah, we had the code mid last week, but at the end of the email it said, yeah, but the, uh, the servers won't be on until the game drops, so... Uh, I guess downloaded in advance a week early here, but yeah, yeah, that's it's kind of weird that they supplied it that early. I mean, I know that the the conspiracy theorists like to come out in full force now. Um, you know, Bethesda kind of, you know, with their whole thing where they weren't giving out review copies until the day of release and stuff. People viewed it as as this whole oh that means the game's shit. Um, it's just it's just kind of weird how those assumptions happen. I guess you know mm-hmm. like. You know, they did, but I wouldn't be surprised if more and more, I mean, I don't know if it's leaks or, or, you know, people like screwing up on embargo and not giving a shit, that sort of stuff, you know? Um, but we are seeing more of that where we're not actually getting access to a game until, you know, basically in, in a sense in that the review will not be live before or at the time when the game is, is available for sale. Like they want to get the sales in before the first review drops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's get it in before everybody says it's shit. The reviews yeah. in progress have not been flattering so far. I do know that. Hmm, that's interesting. And yeah. I'll be I'll be interested to kind of see why. Like I say, is it is it the game or is it because of the name? Yep, we'll see where it goes. But with my five or six hours in so far, it's I can say that it's not broken and it's not horrible. Uh, whether it's <laughs> good remains to be seen. Not horrible is always good. <laughs> oh, and we've seen our fair share of horrible, Trev. Yes, we have. I think we've oh all seen our fair share of awful games. I know I've reviewed a couple of real <laughs> oh, fucking stinkers. Yeah. Like, like I can't remember now because I blocked them out of my my brain. Like that time my uncle touched me when I was three. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Like, Just kidding, game, not like, kidding. You scored it. You sc- yeah, <laughs> joking, not joking. This is a cry for help. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, like when someone scored, when you score a game like a twenty, and people want to ask you about what's so bad about it, and you're like, I don't even want to talk about it. It's that bad. 
Yeah. <laughs> Everything. I think I scored a game of 10 once. You're like, guys, it barely functions. And that's what it was. Like, you couldn't even, you couldn't even maneuver. I, I, it was one of the double dragon games that they ended up pulling it off. I can't remember oh, yes, which one, but they pulled it off oh, the yeah, Xbox that marketplace. It was so fucking bad. It was horrible. <laughs> It was literally like, and and I always hate talking about games like this because you know that there's a developer behind it who's like, I worked hard on that. And it's like, really? Because it looks to me like you literally took a shit on a keyboard and called it a video game. Like, it's that bad. But, yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Anyways, why don't we talk about some games that don't suck dog shit in the news? The news. The news. Oh. The news. The news. I can't believe it. I almost I almost stole Trevor's thunder on that one. It, yeah, like it's the one thing I get to look forward to. Like, what the well, hell? Well, no, you get to you also get to play the company man routine. Yes, that's right. Company I'm man. thinking we need to turn that into a soundbite so like that Paul can just drop it in, like whenever he feels like it, just drop in Trevor's like company man soundbite because I'm a company man. Yeah, with a, put it with to a, a real beat. yeah with a real commercial like voice. I can. <laughs> We'll have to hold a, re- a separate recording session Shame- for that one. Shameless promo. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, Burnout Paradise is coming back. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That game is so much fun. It's awesome. It really is. I, You know, I, I actually, because it's available via uh, backward compatibility on Xbox One, and I put it in, and it, I was still having fun with it, but I'll be the first to admit that the graphics just felt cloudy, you know? I mean, they obviously, they, they didn't really stand the test of time as it were, but the video that they showed for this remastered version, and I mean, it's going to be available for the pro and for um, the one in 4k. Pretty quick too. Yeah. March 16th, I think. Like, yeah. Like, and it looks good. Like there's zero lead up. Like that's coming out right away, which is fantastic. And they've, They've already said it includes all the eight DLCs minus it doesn't include any of the uh, back when EA did the uh, I can't remember what they called them uh, the time savers which I was I was hated um, they had the time saver DLC which you could pay to get further ahead basically um, but yeah there's eight all eight DLCs uh, they haven't touched like all the original uh, licensing for the soundtrack uh, what was the what was the DJ was it Atomica? Was it DJ Atomica? Man, I can't remember. That's a long time ago. Yeah. I know. I'm asking to dig deep in the archi- archives, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to look this up. Burnout. I'm pretty sure DJ. It was. It was Atomica. DJ Atomica. Because I know my shit. Um, everything about that game was super fun, but just seeing that trailer with that 4K shine on it, I mm. mean, I immediately I'm like, you know, Alex Everett, he's he's my favorite cheapskate. He's going to be like, I'm waiting for EA access. And I don't blame him. I don't blame him. You're, you mean, you got to get something for your 20 bucks a year, but I have zero willpower. A lot yeah. of games I'm totally willing. I'm with him, though. I'm Honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm poking fun. I'm with him. Like, there's a lot of EA games, especially, that I wouldn't go out of my way to purchase at all. And I'll be like, yeah, I'll wait for it to hit access. You mean I gotta get something for my sub fee? But this game, I don't think I'm gonna wait six months. I'm just, I just want to play it now. Well, are you, are you even waiting six months? I find that the games are hitting EA access earlier and earlier. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think when Battlefield One hit, um, I'm pretty yeah, sure it was, was like eight months. So yeah, yeah that was, I mean, it was quite a bit after. 
for sure. But it's still, but still, in the whole scheme of things, it's not like there's nothing that'll entertain you <laughs> in the meantime. Totally. I mean, I mean, and again, and that's why, like, I'm poking fun, but I, I honestly, I don't blame Alex because you're getting the best bang for your buck with EA Access if you can wait. I mean, it's it's not like you have other, you know, you don't have other games that you can play, and it's for, like I say, I think in Canada it's thirty bucks a year. In the states, it's twenty bucks a year. It's it's a joke. It's so cheap. That's so cheap. And Good value. Yeah, you get three to four, like you know, depending on what their release schedule is. But you get three to four AAA games. I mean, <laughs> I'm using AAA loosely, you know, with how some of their games have performed. I mean, I'm I want to play Need for Speed Payback, for example, but I wouldn't pay I wouldn't pay five dollars for that thing. Right, so but I'll play it on EA Access though. I'll play it aren't, on there. Aren't all these sports games from last year already on there? Like Madden's already on there. NHL. They just or... updated, yeah, with last year's Madden and uh, NBA, and but NBA Live eighteen is gotcha. already on there. Yeah, I no, think. that's pretty good. It is a good value for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I mean, it's it's the other games too. It's like Dead Space one, two, and three is on there. That's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. That's great, right? And I mean, when you break that down to your two to three bucks a month or I mean, whatever it, it, it ends up being less than that, you know, it's like a dollar fifty, dollar seventy-five a month. That's nothing. That's nothing. You guys want to hear the best thing about this burnout release? What's up? Um, no micros. Exactly. Oh hey. None. I mean, but but what would they put in there though? I mean, the game is the game. At this point, what would they put in for micros? Never I mean, unless tempt they added EA content. and ask them what they could put a microtransaction on. <laughs> yeah, Fancy no, I'm paint. not, I'm not paint. issuing a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> and don't you dare. No. Don't you dare think about it. <laughs> don't you fuck this up for us, Sean. <laughs> Speaking of fucking up, uh, Sony banned a really, really old PSN account. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I I, I want to feel bad for this kid. Or, or I mean, this, I mean, I think at this point, young man, you know, I mean, he's, he's uh, probably, we don't know how old he is. He's got to be in his 20s, but. It was created did, at age 12. Yeah, he created so it when he was 20 12. now. And, what and, was that name, though? I mean, exactly. Let me be the first to, uh, uh, to 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 throw this out there. His name, his PSN ID was King Motherfucker. King Motherfucker. 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 I have I have no problem with that name for the record. Like no problem at all. You know <laughs> that would that would make me chuckle if I saw that in the lobby. I always you know I always love those stealth names that you know that they're pulling one over on them for sure right like it's it's funny but in the same respect i guess i mean the rules are their rules i mean i feel bad for this dude if anything how about sony just gets their shit together and allows somebody to change their id because this right. guy's losing all the games that he's he's bought his entire track record for the past eight years so yeah he's 20 he's 20 now so i mean i'm you can't hold it against a 12-year-old, you know, right. who's giggling with all his buddies like, I'm going to name myself King Motherfucker, right? <laughs> and, he's, and I'm totally, I'm getting past all the filters and everything else. He goes, I admit that it's a stupid username, but I created it when I was only 12. 
it's not a stupid username. It's funny. You game the system, dude. Right? Yeah, it's, yeah, right. It'd be completely different if he was like King Motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> that might not make it past the censor. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. how, the algorithm might pick that one up. How ridiculous is it, though, that at this time that Sony still hasn't figured out their shit to let somebody just change a username? Right. Why should this guy have to lose his entire account? From what I've heard, there's a really, really deeply technical reason for why this is. And it has to do with how they built PS3 and how the PS3 PSN system worked. And getting it to talk to the PS4 is extremely tricky. It just seems like such a scapegoat excuse when it really boils down to a name change. Mm -hmm. It's like renaming a file. Like, it it shouldn't be that hard. I mean... They've been promising it for years, or at least, like, hinting at it for a long time now. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of, you know, like, the joke amongst most people within the PlayStation community is that, you know, it's the closest thing that you're going to get on PSN to vaporware. It's just not going to happen. You know, oh, it's going to (laughs) come. Nah, no, it's not. Right? I feel bad for the kid, like I say. I mean, not only is he losing his track record, but the fact that he paid real money. I mean, who knows how much digital content he has that he's got to go back on now and pay for a second time if he wants it, that's not right. You know what is coming, albeit in a slightly delayed fashion? Twitch's new controversial streaming guidelines. Oh, yeah, it's controversial because they expect people to be decent. (laughs) No boobs. No more boobs. You know... No more booby streamers. That's right. And you know what, though? Like we, We did touch on this. I mean... But I still feel that we touched on this when we recorded the last time. But I feel that this is still something like worth talking about, though, like something that that definitely needs to be said. And because a lot of people are really up in arms. It I I see two things with this. The fact that people are up in arms, I mean, because it's not just booby streamer stuff. It's also the language that you use. You know, Um, we chatted about Dr. Disrespect making, you know, over numerous different over numerous, numerous casts doing his, you know, Chinese voice impression and using it in a very, you know, not the fact that he's doing the impression, but using it with very derogatory uh, meaning behind it, that sort of thing. That sort of stuff needs to stop. And I mean, who's going to argue that? But it really just kind of puts it in light who the people are that are dominating in the streaming scene. And it's people in their teens and in their early 20s who've just not got to that point maybe where they go, no, you know what? You're right. That's a really shitty way to be. Right. And the fact that any, you know, Trev, your kid or my kid, um, any kid can access Twitch. It's not like there's an age gate behind any channel. I mean, if they started age gating channels and it's like, you can't watch this channel until you're 18 because this streamer, you know, throws her tits out everywhere. Um, you know, then you have to monitor that. And like we talked about last time, I'm I'm not going to go out there and say, you can't wear that because that's not my place. You know, I mean, I can see why some people might be, well, you're telling women what they can and cannot wear. Um, I don't agree with that. I think that they should be able to wear whatever they want so long as the parameters are there to stop kids who shouldn't see it from seeing it. If they can figure that part out and, and it's like, you say, you know, 
age 14 up and and she's got her you know the uh, push-up bra and you know everything you know the business all out on display well that that's fine man that's your prerogative make that money man you do what you need to do but consider the audience it's going to be tough for them to like whatever guidelines they put in it's going to be tough for them to enforce because there is so many people on twitch and there's a lot of fucking assholes that stream so I mean, I think that's why it's taking some time for Twitch to roll out these guidelines because they're probably looking at it from perspectives like, wow, okay, some of our more, most popular streamers are <laughs> can be grade A assholes. So, And you know what that <laughs> probably boils down to, though, is universal enforcement of those rules, right? So if they're enforced, like whether you've got a channel, whether you've got 500 followers mm-hmm. or 500,000 followers, right, or a million followers... That enforcement needs to be universal. And it's not like they're going to go and shut down Dr. Disrespect. Oh, you, you know, you were racist and we're going to shut you down. Are you kidding me? That guy's their fucking meal ticket. He is paying bills for them, right? They're not going to do that. So I imagine there's a lot of kind of going back to the drawing board where they go, well, how are we really going to do this and make sure that it's fair for everybody? Yeah. Right. And yeah. and again, like I say, I mean, going back to the booby streamer thing, because that's kind of been a, a controversial topic. There's been a few people that have approached it uh, in a very inappropriate manner where they're cutting down these these women and these girls who are doing it. And I don't think that's right. Like I said, I mean, you know, if you have the ability to go out there and make that money and you're confident in yourself, do it. Do it. I mean, I might be one of the first to watch. I'm not going to lie. I mean, you know, I mean, it's 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 that's. That I won't, I, I'm not going to deny that there's a, a place for that. It's just a matter of making sure that the people who access it should be accessing it. So once they figure the iron all that out, maybe these rules will change. But right now the system is anything, anybody accesses it. There's no age, gate, period. So they they need to monitor. They have to. That's exactly why they need to take care when they're, they're rolling this stuff out is because um, if they upset a large enough uh, population in the in the community that's going to open the door for some other Someone sites else. some other streaming service to welcome the booby streamers with open arms and if that you know ends up being a quarter or a third of the people who watch twitch that's a big dent it's a so still a big they, part of their audience yeah i mean they've I know, got to just, they just got to be careful with how they do it yeah and i mean i know mixers making waves i mean a lot of streamers are jumping on with mixer i think what you're seeing is is like the guys who are not necessarily the top top tier on Twitch are kind of viewing Mixer as their chance to maybe be a top dog over there. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's all sorts of sponsorship deals that go back and forth, you know. I mean, Christ, I mean, these guys are going to make a living playing video games on camera for I mean, I don't blame them. I mean, if I had the skill, I'd do it too. I'd do it too. I mean, it's definitely it's a it, it's definitely a shift in how uh video games are consumed. You know what I mean? I mean, we're players, but there's a lot of people now who are, you know, not that they don't play, but watching, watching other people play, play games is a big part of the younger generation. They love it. Mm-hmm. So there's no, it, we haven't hit that max capacity. I believe we actually chatted about that. Like, you know, have we hit terminal velocity on this? I don't think we have. I nope. think I... it's still got some growing to do, but it's probably we're not too far away before we hit that max capacity. Mm-hmm. What would you guys say if there was a way for you to learn how to be a super seducer? Oh, hey. 
Why not? Would you well, want to take that opportunity I mean, in video game well, not form? Ju- not just any seducer. A super seducer. Look, look, guys, I mean, <laughs> I don't I don't want to get too cocky here. Um, but like I totally yeah. betted. He my says wife. as he gets super cocky all of a sudden. I just, I'm just saying, like, I betted my wife on the second date. I mean, and my wife's not a hussy, <laughs> I'm just that good. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to tell I'd like to talk about what happened in my situation, but I would be in a lot of trouble. Oh <laughs> <laughs> so, Karen, thank I, I will God say Karen no is, comment. I say like thank God that Karen's so lighthearted about this sort of stuff. Like <laughs> she's she's totally good with a joke. I mean, I know that a lot of my my guy friends like they wouldn't dare crack a joke about their wife or girlfriend right. for fear of getting their asses handed to them. Karen's a really 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 good sport, which is why she puts up with me. I could I could probably say whatever I want because she's a downloader and not a listener. So she downloads, doesn't listen. So so does Karen. I, I, God I bless her. Probably, I could say anything. So what's the super seducer, Paul? Tell us about it. Yeah, for those who haven't seen this, there is a uh, a highly successful uh, pickup artist, apparently, who has decided to make a video game, which is uh, looks like an FMV game where you pick up chicks. This is where you just lose all hope in humanity. It's one of those types of games where you just like, I give up. Fucking really, really, guys. I'm. I'm looking at the trailer uh, or the uh, the thumbnail for the trailer and in the bottom left corner it says I like big boobs. Try and touch her boobs. <laughs> you know, I can't I can't tell you how many times, you know, that I've been faced with a large-breasted woman um, where I've just sat there <laughs> contemplating to myself while in a social situation whether or not I should just actively reach out and touch her boobs. <laughs> You know, I'm I'm so thankful that this game exists to teach me right and wrong. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, I I haven't read it yet, but um, Tyler Tyler Trees, he's a top honcho or one of the top honchos over at PlayStation Lifestyle. He wrote for us before, um, or for Cog. I keep using us, Trevor. It's gonna make it's gonna be oh, a yeah, long time for, before I can crack myself of that habit. Um, I'll give you a few more months. Yeah. <laughs> and remind me, what's this us? <laughs> um, but he interviewed the pickup artist. I mean, how someone actually has that as a career title, you know, like, what do you do? I'm a pickup artist. So you're a sleaze bag. I, I, what, what is this? But, but he interviewed this guy. And while we're all making fun of this game, he walked away saying he seemed like a really, really nice guy. But then he followed that up immediately with, but wait, maybe I've been seduced. Like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> he has been. Yeah, because I just, I just can't see how a game like this is You've okay. been seduced. I don't get it. I don't get it. Oh. Uh-huh. I mean, what is, it, what is it really, really teaching people? I mean, it, it's either... It's either basically kind of doing that lowest common denominator thing where it's going, hey, you're a guy who plays video games. That must mean you're a total loser who doesn't know how to talk to chicks. And like, so we're going to give you this game and you can use it as a tool. Like, fuck off. Sean, I'm going to stop you right there because the number one key feature of this game, according to Steam, is chick magnet. Charm your way to getting those sweet digits like a pro. 
Oh, and see, ah, and the fact that amazing. it takes itself that seriously, in a sense, is why I'm so glad that James absolutely took the piss out of it in his news article. Like, there was literally, like, he, he did not pull any punches, and he kind of, without, it's almost like, he, without calling it out directly, he just, he just very stealthily, very slyly calls it out. So anybody who reads it goes, yeah. Yeah, I can tell what this guy's opinion about this game is. <laughs> With real human courting grounds such as coffee shop, bar, and even library, you'll know exactly what to say and do when the critical moment is upon you. <laughs> <laughs> this thing comes out soon, too. March 6th, it comes out. I really feel like we need to get somebody to review this. Like, somebody to tell us what this is all about. There's just too much fun to be had here. And it's way too much fun. And for me, it's like, it's, it's like almost out of a sickness in that, like, you just want to know how yeah. bad it could possibly be that I'm like, God, maybe like I'm going to play this fucking thing. Like, cause like I want to see how bad it is. Right. Like a train wreck. I can't keep my eyes off it. Unlike, I love this. Unlike on the actual planet, local law enforcement and military forces will never be summoned. Like, so, you know, if you go, I like big boobs, try and touch your boobs. You're not going to jail. <laughs> How do they get it so wrong when there are so many examples of dating sims and other games like that doing it right these days? Well, I mean, I don't want to say dating sims doing it right um, so much in that, like, this this is like an attempt at trying to appeal to a real-life human. You know, I mean, granted, I think everybody's probably going to approach it with very much a similar attitude as us in that like they can't take it seriously despite being you know full motion video it's you know with real actors and everything else they're still not going to take it that level of serious um mm -hmm. all the other dating games are they're they're done animated cartoony over the top type situations where it's not <laughs> meant pigeons. to be well, it's, yeah, exactly. Uh, was it Hateful Boyfriend, right? Yeah. That's right. There's Monster the Prom. There's Dream Daddy. You know, all these other things that are coming out that are all very tongue-in-cheek and you can have fun with it. This, you just have to, like, I just don't know anybody with half a brain who's not going to approach it with a cynical eye and go, did they really need to make this? Yeah, I mean, that's what I mean by, by doing it right. You have to have... Uh, some level of, of self-humor to play a game like this and and be able to take it at face value and, and let it affect you however it affects you. I, I don't think Super Seducer is going to fall into that category. No, no. I mean, again, like I say, I mean, I don't think anybody's going to look at it without that eye of, I can't believe they made it. it yeah. just It's too over the top in a sense. And, you know, I mean, and again, I mean, I just don't know if it's the idea that they're just, playing to like the base or like the lowest common denominator among us and go there's guys out there who are really going to want to play this game and i just can't see that yeah i don't i don't i don't see that as an audience i feel like i should request this game and review it and then talk about it on the next episode i think that would be i think that would be some fun i think i i back this up i mean if anything i just wanted i want you to be able to tell me the new techniques you you use you or yes. you've learned what what you should really do is you play it and take notes the whole time take notes the whole time and try it out on your wife and you can report back to us how often you got the nookie 
when trying these lines. Pretty sure I'll be batting zero. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or whether or not she just shuts the door and she's like, no, no, I'm not doing this, Trevor. He might find it hard to explain his experience with his jaw swollen like that. Right. <laughs> well, I, again, I guess there's a big difference when, you know, with it being, we're not, none of us are dating, you know? So like, for example, Trevor, you're sitting across from Susie at dinner and you think to yourself, I like big boobs. Try and touch your boobs. You could totally get away with it. It's not the same thing. She's going to be like, what are you doing? You're like, well, I'm touching your boobs. KY. I mean, it might not have the desired effect, but you're not going to get KO'd either. She'll be like, not now. God damn it. We're eating dinner. Exactly. That's what I love about this, this, the thumbnail too, that you pointed out, right? Like as the guy in the foreground, all blurry out is thinking, I like big boobs. Try and touch her boobs. The face of the female on the receiving end of the uh, the probable boob touch is like, don't you dare touch my fucking boobs. <laughs> her face yeah, is just ready screaming, to don't him. touch me. I'll, I'll yell rape. What a stupid fucking game. <laughs> stupid. So why don't we talk about some of the games that are coming out this week that people can play? Sure. Let's do it. There okay, aren't that many. This week. That came out this week, I guess, technically. Yeah, are coming out this week. Um, yeah, that's what I said. Yes, have come out, or are soon to come out. Mm-hmm, those games. Yeah, those games. Uh, we've got Age of Empires, Definitive Edition. Definitively old? How old is that game? 21 years old, I think, when I looked it up last. Jesus. So, so I mean, I'm not really an AoE fan. Uh, uh, like, did they mm-hmm. beef it up? Like, is it remastered? Or, like, what about it? Like, why why 21 years later do they think this needs to be a thing? I think it's... I, I, go ahead, Trev. Yeah, sorry, go... I, I, from what I understand, it's, it's like, the original intact, but just basically a fresh coat of paint. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, I know, I know Alex is working on that one. He's playing the Xbox One version. So, yeah, he hasn't said too much about it. So I know he's probably not as excited about this one as he was, uh... Uh, fee but um, alex thomas yeah so alex thomas is on this one so um yeah usually i hear from him uh about these games so yeah i don't know i don't know what it's like i know nothing really about it at all. dead silence means it, it either it sucks or he's not doing his job he hasn't even started the review that could be uh, actually <laughs> correct or the review is going to hit the drop box with a, a 100 score on it yeah that's right. <laughs> out of nowhere uh, Alex Thomas's first 100. It's going to be Age of Empires Definitive Edition. <laughs> hey, you never know. That'll make it the sixth, I think, the fifth or sixth 100 we've ever given a game. Hey, Cog doesn't uh, hand those out all willy-nilly. No, man. six, seven years in existence. And yeah, we don't even have, we're not even double digits for 100 scores. No, I think it's basically kind of boils down to like, last year was exceptional it kind of Three. upped it exactly because otherwise it was literally at like you know 0.75 games per year if you were to average it out or something ridiculous but last year really threw it for a loop those 100 games being breath of the wild and super mario odyssey and uh horizon zero dawn and horizon zero dawn that's right yeah yeah it was a good it was a good year 2017 a good good year it was we're looking back at it with nostalgia already already uh, yep what what else is out this week 
Well, there's the aforementioned Metal Gear Survive. And wow. we've got Pac-Man Championship Edition 2 Plus. Ooh. Plus. <laughs> what is what is the what does the plus include? Uh, I don't know. It's typical Namco Bandai naming schemes, Trev. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Now with more ghosts. <laughs> yeah. More packing and more mans. <laughs> that sounded wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they really pack it in. They really packed in the mans in this one. <laughs> it's just so they much mans to right go around. <laughs> Plus, the releases just went off the rails. Oh, God. <laughs> well, let's bring it back with Them's Fighting Herds. Ooh, I love that. I see, what they, I see what they tried to do there. Yeah. Uh, from the quick video I watched, this is a bunch of horses and goats and stuff in a 2D sprite fighter. That sounds yeah. amazing. <laughs> the I'm video sure had me on big, board. Big numbers this, this one, yeah. Very well, specific gonna, target audience. The... No, see, we're we're gonna be the laughing we're gonna be the laughing stock, you know, of the gaming world at the end of the year when you know it's up for all kinds of, of awards, and we're here making fun of it. Yeah, best just, story, pooed it. Best That's character, right. best best utters in a video game. <laughs> Most utters, certainly. <laughs> yeah, maybe the only utters in a video game. And the last one that caught my eye, Past Cure, which is a survival horror sort of FMV thing. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's 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 from a smaller studio, that one. Um, I remember, you know, they, they were kind of pumping, trying to get preview eyes and stuff like that on it eight months ago, I want to say, give or take. But, I mean, they've been working on it for a while and they were confident enough in it, you know, like say six to eight months ago that... You know, they were willing to let people put some eyes on it and, and have some things to say about it. And I always find that to be a kind of a positive way of looking at things. You've got to be really confident in what you're throwing out there if you're allowing people access to it mm -hmm. six months odd before, you know, you're actually ready to go um, out in the public. There, that's a lot of polish time that you still have. Uh, it looks looks good. I mean, visually, it, really does. it, it yeah. looks pretty solid. I'd be interested to, you know, I haven't seen any sort of review or, or any sort of content from any other media on what they thought about it. But it, I don't know what it is about it, but I'm kind of rooting for them. Like, I hope this is a good game. Yeah, I know Aaron's working on it right now. And I know it features stealth, telekinesis, and the character animations look pretty good. But it's piqued my curiosity. Um, I think if the price is right and the review's solid, I might give it a go. You know? Maybe. Well, a you nice... know, I mean, when it comes down to, you know, people people love to to complain about value for their dollar in this day and age when it comes to gaming and stuff like that. And I mean, more now more than ever. I mean, yeah, you've got those sixty dollar, seventy, eighty dollar, uh, you know, AAA experiences, but there's so much good indie development out there where they're saying, you know, five bucks, you know, as low as five bucks, but ten bucks to twenty bucks for a game. And I mean, unless the game is dog shit, okay, I, I get it, but it just blows my mind hearing people complain about, oh, $10. It's not worth $10. You, you see that all the time now, right? It's not worth 10 of my dollars to play this game or to, to support a developer on this game. And it just, it just kind of blows my mind because I often wonder whether or not 99.9% .9 of the gaming community really understands what it costs to develop a game. 
these days. No, I don't and, think so. And come on, you spent $10 on lunch today. And and maybe that's why it seems just so friggin' wrong. I mean, we, we live in the Starbucks generation where someone, they will not, like, I want a venti freaking triple god whatever stupid bullshit from Starbucks and pay $6 for a coffee yep. that you're going to piss out in an hour. That's leaving your system in an hour. And all you have to show for it is you have to pee real bad and you gain three pounds. And yet you won't spend $10 on a video game without why it's not a 30 hour experience. And I just like, I feel like reaching through the screen to like forums and all these people who bitch and moan about what a game costs and be like, get off your fucking high horse. If you want games and you want to support the, or if you just want them to, to be there, there needs to be incentive for a developer to do it. These guys are trying to put food on their table. I will agonize over like a $60, $70 game. Like I will be eternally tortured whether or not I should buy a game, but I'm dropping a hundred bucks in my truck almost every week to fill up that fucking thing. <laughs> but man, I can't bring myself sometimes to put down all that $70 money. And it's weird. Different. It's it, sure it is. But I, I sometimes understand that. Yeah. You don't think of some of these purchases. You don't even think of the Starbucks. Like, yeah, I probably drop between the wife and I, you know, every two or three days we're going to Starbucks. Yeah, that's like 10, 15 bucks each time. And it is, when you put it that way, it really is silly. Like that $10, $20 game should be a no-brainer. Why wouldn't you buy it? Let's put it in a different, let's put it in a different perspective then, right? I mean, and I saw, I'm pretty sure it was a meme about this, I don't know, recently anyways. But it's like, considering our age, we're no strangers to arcades. We would go and we'd have $20, $30, $40 oh, worth of fucking quarters in oh, our yeah. pockets. And we would line up at machines and just quarter after quarter after quarter. And how often, how often do you sit there and look on your phone and go, 99 cents for an app? Fuck that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, That's it, so true. It is true. And it's just like, so <laughs> it, it just, it, it's really weird how the idea of digital content how we don't really have respect for it when it comes to a dollar value. You know, you don't see the the bodies behind it with the families and, you know, they've got to keep the lights on and they want to eat something that's not fucking craft dinner every day. But, oh, no, I'm not putting out $10 for that game. It just, I don't know. I mean, that's, a, I guess that's a, honestly, that's an argument for another day because I could go on and on and on about the value of what it takes for a developer. And that's why I really love seeing these indie games that turn into real success stories where people can go, they sit back, they've worked thousands of hours and they actually got to make a living off of it as opposed to just scraping by to do the next one, to just scrape by, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I'm glad you brought that back from the brink, Sean. I was very, very close to telling you that you are sounding unbelievably old. Oh, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> I am old. He's hurt. He's definitely hurt. Well, let's move into the next section, which we like to call the Press X Perfect List. Now, if you, you know, didn't, we had a perfect list. We did have a perfect <laughs> list. We did. We had what one earlier to that this week. List, Paul. I don't know, Paul. You got to tell us. Well, the files went away, <laughs> and the perfect list thus went away. Who's, uh, who, 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 whose files went away, Paul? Well, that would have been my <laughs> files. That's one hundred percent my fault. 
you know, you know, Trevor and I were talking about this earlier, and he's like, if I did this, Sean, you would never let me live it down. We'd be talking about this for the next three weeks, months, that is, two months. That is factually correct. And it's factually true. And he's like, he goes, but Paul's such a nice guy, we can't give him shit. And I'm like, no, no, that's not true. We can totally give him shit, but he's the only guy who knows how to edit, so we have to be nice. <laughs> My... <laughs> My audio file wasn't available, and it was like DEFCOM 5 last week. Where's Trevor's audio? He's gone radio silent. Where is he? And here we are on a Thursday night doing what we did on on Monday. Uh, It's Wednesday night, isn't it? Or am I getting my date? It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh, God, I was hoping it was Thursday. See, Sean so Sean so relaxed with his new cushy gig that he's he doesn't even know what day it is. Like my job, no, you know, he's I, lost all track. Of no, days. no, no. He used yes. to count the days by the number of times he put on pants. You can't <laughs> right. do that anymore. I've made a promise I I to myself put that I shower today. and put on real clothes every day. <laughs> that's it. That's something I do because I will feel like such a disgusting human being if I don't. And like listening to my coworkers, like we're doing all sorts of like video conferencing, like Google Hangouts and Skype and all that stuff. And like they'll all look so put together and like they'll be like, I'm wearing a button up like this. Ryan, for example, he always has his button up shirts and he does the like right up the collar, right, right up, like looking very prim, very proper. And he's like, I'm in my underpants. It's like, well, we can't see that part, can we? You look very professional. That's hilarious. But me, yeah, no, I got to get dressed and kind of go about my day. But it, there's different stresses that come around with this one. I've still got oh, so course. much so to learn. We're just... But yeah, no, the stresses are very, very different. But they're no longer bus driver stresses. So, you know, that's good. I'll take it. So for those who missed this in episode six or haven't listened to episode six yet, go back and do it. We do this thing called the Press X Perfect List, in which I come up with a category that no one else knows about, and we just go around the circle until we come up with the specified number of whatever I come up with. So the first week, we came up with the definitive 10 best SNES RPGs ever made. And earlier this week, we came up with the 10 best games ever released in February. But because you didn't get to hear that, uh, we're just going to have to do this again with a different uh, category. So uh, screw you guys. I'm not just going to read out the last week the list that we lost. Basically, we're oh we're not. We're gonna like leave them hanging. Well, we worked so hard on that list. Well, I'll read out the list, but uh, <laughs> just so you know, we have to make a new list. So the ten best games ever released in February were Horizon Zero Dawn, The Shadow of the Colossus remake, Super Mario Brothers three, Jade Empire, Bulletstorm, Final Fantasy nine. Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning, Street Fighter 4, Firewatch, and Star Fox. It's a respectable list. One hell of a list. Yeah. I mean, it I think without good. context, there's a lot of arguing that might happen there from, from listeners. But, you know, whatever. That's our list and it's definitive. It is definitive. Perfect list. It is a perfect list. So now that we already were stressed out and had to do this list once, Paul. <laughs> oh, no, we're not doing the same. We're not doing the same topic. It's a no, new I know that. That's what I'm saying. So what are you going to throw in our lap this time? <laughs> well, I'm already sweating bullets over here. You should be because uh, since this is essentially take two of this podcast, we're going to come up with the 10 best games with a two in the title. Ah, oh, fuck off. Now, is that like the number two or uh, T-O-O or T-W-O? 
or like what do you mean well i when i typed it out it was the number two but uh <laughs> since this is an audio podcast i think any of the above is acceptable okay okay, okay. all right all right all right so uh i'm gonna start us off because i'm the host and i do what i want can't argue with that <laughs> so fuck y'all yeah <laughs> later bitches i want to get my four picks in here <laughs> uh i'm gonna start us off with because i'm playing it's uh well i guess it's great 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 granddaughter uh metal gear solid 2 sons of liberty Ooh, that's a pretty solid game paul pretty solid i like to think so I'm not, uh, I'm not gonna argue mostly because you're the host so you get to do what you want that's true i do what i want yeah. uh trev why don't you go next now like so obviously we can pick sequels totally well they have to they have to be a sequel that includes two in the title there's lots of sequels where they don't mm. actually throw two in well i'm not gonna pick a, a a sequel like forget it i'm not going to i'm gonna go with army of two Oh, God. <laughs> for real it's it's really it's so bad it's good right you know like those hockey masks are badass well, they, and the I, and the fist pumps and like the piggyback rides and you know helping the, the bros piggyback rides. <laughs> i remember like wasn't it like one of the big things in the game was being able to unlock like the cool paint jobs and stuff for the masks <laughs> yes Yes. I oh, like that God. one of the things that sticks out in your memory is the piggybacks. <laughs> you know, the, 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 the thing is with, with, with that game, I mean, I guess I'll give credit where credit's due because I, I, I played that game and it was, I saw what it was trying to do. There are more games. I mean, we've got like, uh, was it A Way Out, for example, coming out in March. Uh, Joseph Faris, uh, uh, fuck the Oscars guy. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. The game yep. Awards? Yeah, yeah. Fuck the Oscars. You know, like, there's a lot of games now that are coming out that are, like, fully developed co-op type experiences. Uh, with that one, you, you were able to play it solo and have the co-op character be AI. And it just didn't really work as advertised. And, I mean, and I get it because it's a complicated setup, uh, you know. Um, but it was kind of kind of ushering in that idea of playing games together, like a true co-op. Like, we need to work together. Um, it was really, it was really uh, over the top. I mean, some of the dialogue in that was fun. I mean, I just remember like in all the lead up to it, the trailers, it definitely sold itself. It it seemed really interesting. So like I would have, I mean, I totally dug on playing it. But I just, I don't know. Best all right, Sean, hit me. What do you got? Quit stalling. <laughs> well, I'm going to go with one of my favorite games of all time because it's just one of the easiest choices ever. And uh, that's Assassin's Creed 2. It's a good pick. As Assassin's Creed goes, I mean, it's it's pretty much considered one of the best in the in in the series. I mean, some people argue Brotherhood, uh, uh, Black Flag was really good, but I felt like Assassin's Creed 2 is when Assassin's Creed came into its own. And you know, I collected every fucking feather in that game and spent far, far, far too many hours. But Ezio Auditore is my homeboy, and AC2 gets my nod. <laughs> it's only it's boy. only it's only slightly better than Army of Two. Only slightly. Better. Oh, are you, how high are you right now? 
Well, <laughs> well, it is we're Wednesday. Well, we're, <laughs> we're well into the cups. Said, how deep are you into the cups? <laughs> they're not like they're they're not the same sport. They're not in the same ballpark. <laughs> like it's just completely no. Anyway, <laughs> I'm moving on. Right. All right. Well, I'm going to pick one that uh, arguably it should be at the top of this list as one of the greatest games ever made. That's Mass Effect 2. Yeah. Got my vote. Yeah, that's another really good pick. Yeah, you got my vote on that one. That's a great game. I mean, Mass Effect 1 was so good because of the story, uh, but Mass Effect 2 fixed the combat, which was the only thing that was really wrong. So, Well, it, uh, it fixed the combat, but then I also found... I became way more attached to the characters in two and i also finally felt the impact of what it meant especially like in a bioware game or any game of your choices matter like mm -hmm. i was so angry like in my playthrough that i lost rex rex died in my playthrough and i was just like fuck me like i was so upset and hearing friends of mine playing through in two with rex and i was like physically angry about it but mm -hmm. again it was just like it was where we learned that games could be more than just this experience from a to b you know there could be impact there could be decisions that you need to make that will change the game for you and then your playthrough is unique in comparison to somebody else's everything about that game i mean that's mass effect 2 is bioware at its finest to me all right enough tomfoolery <laughs> <laughs> enough horsing around enough tomfoolery i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna really lock in a good pick here i'm gonna go with uncharted 2 not many people are gonna argue no it's as games with the two go as games with the two go that one's right up there yep what was the subtitle on that among among thieves yep yeah that was a good one he's ticky tickying right now Mostly because I like Sully. Sully's so good. Oh, Sully yeah. is good. Who he doesn't love Sully? He just he puts up with Nate's shit, and no one knows why. I just you know what the funny like what I love about that series all all together. I was like a real late comer to the series. I didn't pick up even the first Uncharted until probably like I don't know like a good like I'd say maybe eight or nine months before like the collected Uncharted came out. Uh, I was like, finally, I really need to jump onto this series. And it's just, everything about it was so good that I went from front to back and I went fast because you just, the characters were, are, are all done so well. Mm -hmm. uh, um, you know, uh, who is it that does, uh, who, who does um, Drake? Nolan it, North. Um, Nolan North. Yeah, it's Nolan North that does it. Northy. Yeah, it's Northy. Exactly. The Northy, uh, the Nolan Northy award. Uh, he's just so friggin good i mean the only i tell you the one thing that i really wish that they would get their shit figured out is who's gonna fucking play them in the movie and make the goddamn movie i want i need to see it how is it not nathan fillion well that's who it should be and i'm with you i'm with you and but i've seen like odd picks like at one point were they not looking at tom holland as a young nathan drake hmm hmm I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm. This last, is me doing the heard, last. Last I heard, it was Tom Holland, but that's going back to like last summer. Yeah, Tom Holland anything. as Nathan Drake. Uh, oh, I'm as just of glad May. it's not Mark Wahlberg. 
May of 2017. <laughs> Dirk it, Diggler it, is Nathan it was, Drake. It was supposed to be Mark Wahlberg. It was. <laughs> it was that, for a while, yeah. That got axed. Nate Drake sure is packing heat below the belt. All right, enough of that. Sean, give us a pick. Ah, oh, fuck. I feel very much on the spot here. Uh, uh, games is... Mm. Ah! <laughs> fuck your rules. Oh, fuck. Rise <laughs> of the Tomb Raider. There's no two in there. Sure there is. Shut up. <clears throat> Rise of the Tomb Raider. It's a sequel, and I get to say the word two in it. And it's a good game. Okay, I, I can endorse that. <sighs> I'm so conflicted. I can get behind that. <laughs> but you okay, thought okay, it was this pretty is me funny, totally so... bending your rules. This is me bending your rules to like max capacity. But it's it's not like it's even like a game that isn't a two. It is a two. Technically, it is a two. It's a sequel. And it's fucking good. It's a good game. It's beautiful. Oh, oh, this is killing me. Okay, I'll let it go. I'll You're let gonna it let go. this go. I knew. I really, I, knew I, it. I do really like this game. So you, we're you, gonna let you, it be. You hate me for saying it, but you know I'm right. I, I'm not gonna say you're right. I'm. I'm gonna say I'm gonna let it slide. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Rise of the Tomb Raider. <laughs> it, everything goes back to your love of Camilla, doesn't it? Oh God. It's not Camilla. It's just her voice. <laughs> I would I, I would pay her to sing me lullabies. Sounds creepy, doesn't it? Yeah, it that does. That sounds pretty creepy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And uh, moving right along after that awkward uh, interlude. Thanks, Sean. You're welcome. Mm, I'm going to go with a classic two. A really classic two. Probably a controversial two. And that's Super Mario Brothers 2. Grumble, 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 grumble. <laughs> What's the matter with Super Mario Bros. 2? Uh, there's nothing the matter with it. I know a lot of people like to hate on it. I think it's a good game, but best games with two in the title? Oh, come on. To take, to take something Birdo away from, from. Our, our homeboys at uh, I Beat It First, uh, you are wrong because reasons. <laughs> just because well, reasons i i don't think you can actually say that since this list is perfect and definitive in every way oh i forgot it's every time that's my bad this is it, you know what never mind me this that was the best choice thank you Paul, you're welcome Tre trev what you got i'm gonna go with halo 2 only because i remember i really enjoyed halo 2 quite a bit more than the original I played the shit out of it online. I just loved it. It was it was fantastic. So I'm going with Halo 2. All right. I'm thinking definitely I'm thinking an improvement in my head. on uh, the original Halo, I would say. Again, another game slightly better than Army of 2. <laughs> <laughs> but just by a sliver. By, by a, yeah, by a hair, the thinnest <laughs> of margins. Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling like we're getting to the point that like there's just so many games now that like now that I'm really thinking about it, sequels and stuff that are like amazing games that we're missing. Oh shit, yeah, we're missing it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Whose turn is it? It's yours, Sean. Okay, so I'm 
this is purely to make sure that we avoid an onslaught, a mountain of angry emails. Um, I mean, I like this game for sure, and it definitely deserves to be in the list. Half-Life 2. Oh, yeah. There's a reason people are not laying off of Valve. <laughs> you know, when's the next Half-Life coming? The answer oh, is never. God. The answer is never, but it's because Half-Life 2 is so good. It was so ahead of its time. You know, I don't I don't really like playing Half-Life 2 that much. I it, obviously I it was now. completely revolutionary and it changed first-person shooters, it changed physics, it changed all these things in gaming. I just don't like the game that much. I think that that's probably an age thing in in a sense. Um I mean cuz even now like respecting where games came from when I go back to play it like cuz it was what is it they they that was part of uh, the orange box if was it not half-life 2 was in the orange box wasn't it mm-hmm. yeah yeah i remember going back and playing it and again it's a respect for for where games come from you know uh i'm with you in that like now that you know we've advanced so much i respect where yeah. it came from but i wouldn't i'm i wouldn't it wouldn't be my first choice i'm like i'm gonna go in there and i'm gonna play and i'm gonna love it because you're just our expectations have changed it's just a matter of having a healthy respect for where games came from. Mm-hmm. And it was a pioneer for its time, without a shadow of a doubt. Yep. Yes, games have come a long way since 2004. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of that way has been come because of Half-Life 2. So. Exactly. So respect where respect is due. That's a perfect choice, Sean. Absolutely perfect. Beautiful. Perfect. Better than Rise of the Tomb Raider? <laughs> as, as far as picks go yes as far as games go i'd much rather play rise of the tomb raider <laughs> there's yeah i i hear the two there so that mm-hmm. works yeah that works. yep it's our canadian accents that's right abu <laughs> we a don't tomb. fucking say that i hate it when people say do you guys say a boot no a fuck boot? you we don't say a boot <laughs> about uh where are we at have we how many I believe Paul gets to make like the the final it, choice because the, I do. He's the host. Are we on number ten? We're on number ten. All right. I do. Uh, I'm I'm thinking I might slightly democratize this because I've got two and I can't. I've got two, and oh. it's tough. It's tight. It's really tight. So I toy like a tiger. Like a tiger. I think it's a toss up between Mega Man two and Portal two. Oh, you dick yeah that's uh okay so okay portal 2 is fucking fantastic i mean just the mechanics behind the portal series in general is really 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 freaking cool it's also maybe the funniest game ever written it is really funny you're right it's super super funny but i mean mega man wow mega man 2 has Woodman in it yeah, Mega Man 2 has Woodman. It also has uh, Metal Man is in. And, uh, oh, fuck. Wow, I'm trying to remember my robot uh, robot masters. This is... Bubble this, Man. This is tough. Flash Man. Bubble, Bubble Man? Bubble Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, Christ. Um, Air Man. Was there an Air... Air Man was in... Yes, there was an airman. And for me, Mega Man 3 was kind of like my, for me, like the epitome for me when we're talking like the NES era. What do you think, Trev? 
I oh, that's a tough one. I would, but I'm impartial to Mega Man. I'm a I'm a Mega Man guy, so my vote would be on Mega Man. And see, I and then see, this is where I'm gonna split the vote because I like Mega Man two. I love Mega Man three. Uh, Portal two is awesome. Portal two is kind of one of those ones that stands the test of time for me. So, so there you go. We didn't help you at all. Paul. <laughs> no, no, yeah. I think you did. <laughs> we are the worst partners. <laughs> I think you did because I had that thirty seconds to think about it, and I think it's got to be Portal Two. Ah, you can't go wrong. I got, yeah, the, you you can't really argue. No, argue that one. It's it's just so good. So there you go. That's the ten best games with a two in the title. Assassin's Stop. Creed Two. Half-Life 2, Mass Effect 2, Portal 2, Rise of the Tomb Raider, <laughs> Uncharted 2, Super Mario Brothers 2, Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty, Halo 2, and of course, the best game with a 2 in the title, Army of 2. <laughs> boom <laughs> We're going to get emails about that, Trev. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Dear God. They're going to be addressed to Trevor. Listen, They're going to be addressed caught, to Trevor I, directly. I'm cool yeah. with that. <laughs> I got nervous. I had to pick something. That brings up a very, very good point, actually. And that's that we have a Facebook community. We do. That's right. Um, well, we were trying to get our shit together. And, and I feel like it's a little bit confusing because we have a page and we have a group. But really what we want to do is we want to get people on the Press X to podcast facebook group that's going to be basically where people can talk amongst themselves other listeners can chat to each other you know talking about the show talking about memes talking about games just kind of encouraging a community but it's also where it's going to be the easiest spot for them to be able to what corner all three of us ask us questions maybe give us ideas for the podcast every week that sort of thing we basically want to be able to interact with everybody just a little bit more and i mean emails are great but a Facebook group where we can kind of get really hands-on and uh, have listeners who are enjoying this content be able to chat with us directly. It's fantastic. I think it's actually pretty cool. So hopefully a few of you jump on there. So yeah, keep an eye out for it. It's 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 live now. Uh, it's Press X to Podcast Facebook group. Join on there. We'll approve you pretty much ASAP as long as you're not an asshole. <laughs> That's our only rule. Don't be an asshole. Don't be a dick. Sean's the only asshole that's allowed in the group. Well, I'm king asshole. Yeah. <laughs> king motherfucker. King motherfucker. motherfucker. <laughs> Best segue ever. So I'll drop that link in the massive links in the in the description for the podcast alongside, I don't know, a bunch of other stuff that you'll find interesting. And the other way to get in touch with us is via email. We have an email. It's pressxpodcast at gmail.com. That's pressxpodcast at gmail.com. And we haven't forgot about you, Crazy Jerry. We're going to answer your email next week. Yeah, we uh, we read the question and went, shit, we need to dedicate an entire section to this. So uh, look forward to that in episode eight. You well, and I'm just not, I'm not emotionally stable enough to talk about what Jerry wants us to talk about. No, to, to be honest, I think, uh, I mean, and this is going to encourage people to listen next week and... Uh, uh, John or uh, Crazy Jerry Mouse, uh, 
I think it's a really good question. And I think there's more to it than just a simple answer. Like we can mm-hmm. actually devote a good stretch of time because games are more impactful than ever these days. So I really want to give this question kind of the, the respect it deserves. Else to the yeah. That is a fantastic tease, Sean. It's me. I'm all about, uh, well, no, I'm not all about it. I, I was going to make an allusion to just the tip, but like, I'm not all about that at all. I hate it when that happens. <laughs> oh, God. Nobody we go likes here? playing just the tip. And with that, we're going to get the hell out of here so that we can get you this podcast on a sunny, I hope, Thursday morning. Well, it's snowing right now, so hopefully it clears up. Shit. Yeah, it's snowing where I live. Well, anyways, thanks all for listening. If you want to get in touch with us, you can send us an email or you can get on the Facebook group. And if you liked what you heard, please share it with everybody you know. Give us a like, give us a review on iTunes or Google Play or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, We'd love to get this out to more people so that we can interact with you fine folks even more than we do already. Well said, sir. Yeah. Uh, You guys have anything you want to say before we sign off? No. Peace out, everyone. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm finished. All right. Bye, everybody. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. That's the best sign-off ever. <laughs>